RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. Tonight's headlines. Cautious optimism over the pandemic as a hospital authority official cites a fall in admissions and the percentage of serious cases. Police warn of a surge in fraud cases in which swindlers pose as government officials, especially from the Department of Health. And President Putin orders a partial military mobilisation in Russia following recent reverses in Ukraine. Hong Kong has recorded 5,687 new COVID infections, including 146 imported cases. Around 2,400 patients are now being treated in public hospitals, including 18 in intensive care. Nine more COVID patients have died. Dr Gladys Kwan, a chief manager at the hospital authority, said there had been improvements in the number of hospital admissions, bed occupancy rates and the percentage of serious cases. For non-essential services suspended previously, there may be room for some of them to be resumed. We are discussing that. We do not have any hard indicators whereby we will activate a certain stage because this is a rather mobile decision. It depends on a basket of factors and also a data we have. Police have arrested another doctor and three clinical staff after patients were allegedly given medical exemption certificates for COVID jabs without a consultation. The, pol- the police also warned there will be no let-up in its efforts to stamp out such abuses as Vanessa Cheng reports. Officers said they raided a clinic on Nathan Road in Yaomate on Tuesday night after receiving complaints. In addition to the doctor and three staff arrested, around 200 exemption certificates were seized, as well as almost $2 million in cash. Chief Inspector Lee Kawai said people are believed to have paid between $4,000 and $5,000 for the exemption certificates, which enable those who haven't been inoculated against COVID to enter premises covered by the government's vaccine pass scheme. Investigations are ongoing, and we won't rule out the possibility that more people may be arrested. People who avoid getting jabs illegally seriously affect public health. Giving out or using vaccine exemption certificates may be a criminal offense, carrying a maximum jail term of 14 years. Police Superintendent Alan Chung also had strong words for any medical practitioners involved in abuse of the vaccine pass scheme. Police are very concerned about vaccine exemption cases. These people are putting themselves before public health, putting it at risk. We will continue to look into such cases and take action if we receive more complaints. Police Superintendent Alan Chung ending that report from Vanessa Chung. Police have warned of a surge in fraud cases in which swindlers pose as government officials, especially from the Department of Health. Officials say they've recorded more than 900 phone scams in the first seven months of this year. That's up 60% from last year, while over half involved fraudsters who were trying to obtain personal data or money by impersonating government officials, accounting for losses of over $400 million. Kowloon East Regional Crime Superintendent Wong Yiklung said the fraudsters made use of people's worries over the pandemic. We observed the trend, rising trend, in more than um, the pretext of uh, using 6P. I think it's uh, mainly because of the psychological uh, reason. People may think they are really may get involved in the matters in relation to COVID. So they will think about the story presented by the fraudsters. True. So using this, they will psychologically accept what uh, the fraudsters said. So this may be one of the reasons for the rising trend. 
A man has set fire to himself near the offices of Japan's Prime Minister. The man in his 70s was taken to hospital and it was found near him expressing his opposition to next week's state funeral for the former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Opinion polls suggest more than half of Japanese people are opposed to staging this event. Mr Abe was shot dead in July by an attacker who claimed the ex-Prime Minister had links to a church that had bankrupted his mother. His death has highlighted links between Japanese politicians and the Unification Church, causing the current government to lose support. Back locally, a government pandemic advisor, Lao Yu Lung, has tested positive for COVID-19. Professor Lau from the University of Hong Kong said he has slight symptoms and is isolating at home. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past 11. Turning overseas, President Putin has ordered a partial military mobilization in Russia following recent battlefield setbacks in Ukraine. In a televised address, he said it was necessary to protect Russia's territorial integrity. It comes a day after occupied areas of Ukraine announced snap referendums on joining Russia. Mr Putin said only military reservists would be called up. I repeat, we're talking of a partial mobilization only. Only people in the military reserve will be drafted. The priority will be on people who served in the armed forces, who have military specialization and experience. Those drafted before being sent to the places of service will have mandatory additional training, relying on experience gained during the special military operation. The decree on partial mobilization has been signed. The Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, said Vladimir Putin's announcement showed Russia had problems with its officers and military personnel. Plane tickets out of Russia have been selling rapidly since Mr Putin's announcement. There's been widespread condemnation elsewhere. The EU foreign affairs spokesman Peter Stano said the announcement was proof that Mr Putin wasn't interested in peace. This is also yet another sign of his desperation with how his aggression is going against Ukraine. And this announcement, this is clear signal also to the entire international community especially during this crucial week in the General Assembly of the United Nations in New York, that he is only interested in further advancing and continuing his destructive war. Earlier, Anna-Marie Evans spoke to our Moscow correspondent, Fred Weir. She asked him what Mr Putin's mobilization of reservists signifies for his war on Ukraine. There is a feeling among the Russian military establishment that they need to expand their presence in Ukraine and perhaps move beyond what they call a limited military operation. So I think that's what Putin was talking about. There are about a quarter of a million reservists who are are people with military professions. Right, they're not random conscripts. Yes, it means not just an expansion of manpower, but probably change in tactics, escalation of the war on many fronts. And of course, legally, they've taken this step of getting the four territories in Ukraine to do Crimea-like referendum to declare independence and then uh, seek to join Russia. The Russian government will consider legal. No one else will, but uh, Moscow will. And therefore, those will become the borders of Russia and to be defended as such. 
Back locally, physiotherapists have suggested that patients should be able to seek treatment without a doctor's referral. A working group for the industry says this would give people more flexibility and lessen the burden on the public health system. The president of the Hong Kong Physiotherapy Association, Marco Pang, says his colleagues have ample experience, adding that there are safeguards in place if patients don't have a doctor's note. For those people who do not have a pre-existing diagnosis, we have a limit of 30 calendar days or 10 physiotherapy visits, whichever occurs earlier. And uh, if you want, you know, physiotherapy treatment beyond this period, then what we need to do is to refer the patient back to the doctor to obtain a referral. Another restriction is that um, it's related to the clinical experience of physiotherapists. For a physiotherapist to provide direct physiotherapy service without a doctor's referral, that physiotherapist has to have accumulated at least 2,000 hours of postgraduate clinical experience. Police say they've arrested a doctor and three clinical staff who allegedly issued exemption certificates for COVID vaccinations without medical consultations. After receiving complaints, police yesterday seized around 200 vaccine exemption certificates issued by the Yamate Clinic at a cost of four to $5,000 each. Chief Inspector Lee Kawai said almost $2 million in cash was found at the clinic and at the doctor's residence. Investigations are ongoing and we won't rule out the possibility that more people may be arrested. People who avoid getting jabs illegally seriously affect public health. Giving out or using vaccine exemption certificates may be a criminal offence, carrying a maximum jail term of 14 years. Back overseas, at least nine people, including a policeman, have now been killed in Iran as protests escalate following the death of a young woman in police custody. Video on social media showed hundreds of demonstrators shouting death to the dictator and woman, life, freedom at sites including Tehran University. Female protesters have burned or waved their headscarves or publicly cut their hair. Here's the BBC's Tarana Stone. We have received an overwhelming number of videos of protests in different cities in Iran from north to south, even in some religious cities like Mashhad, which is unprecedented. Uh, what we see is a lot of angry young people protesting against hijab, wanting justice and protesting against morality police. In the U.S., debate is still raging about what some have called a political stunt by Florida Governor Rick DeSantis, who flew a group of migrants to Massachusetts from the southern state of Texas. The migrants, ranging from small children to a man in his 60s, were left at Martha's Vineyard, an affluent holiday island. The case is part of a series of moves by southern border state Republican governors to transport migrants and asylum seekers to so-called liberal cities to embarrass the Biden administration in the run-up to November's midterm elections. But the migrants have now filed a lawsuit against Governor DeSantis and a Martha's Vineyard representative has requested a federal human trafficking investigation into his actions. Here is D- Dylan. He is Dylan Fernandez, a Democrat. These are 49 Venezuelan migrants who came to Martha's Vineyard Wednesday of last week. I think not only is it a morally criminal thing to use women, children, families as political pawns. I think there are clear legal implications around fraud, deprivation of liberty, possibly human trafficking. These are people who, you know, and I spoke with them yesterday, they will tell you that they were duped by the governor of Florida and the people acting on his behalf. They will tell you that not a single one of them knew that they were going to Martha's Vineyard.
and that they were told that they would be greeted with three months of work and three months of housing. Of course, none of those arrangements were made. And so I've been calling on the Department of Justice for a response. At the very least, I think this should be looked into by the Department of Justice. Business and Tencent Music Entertainment Group has closed $18.22 after making its debut on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. That's slightly above its U.S. listed primary stock, which closed at the equivalent of $17.98. The online music firm opened flat at $18. It announced last week that it would carry out a listing by introduction in Hong Kong without issuing any new shares issued or raising new capital. It's a faster route to list here than normal IPOs. The debut comes as U.S. audit officials begin reviewing U.S.-listed Chinese firms here after mainland authorities agreed to allow them to do so to avert the company's potential delisting. Dickie Wong is executive director of research for Kingston Securities. This is a good move for Tencent Music itself and also for Tencent Group. As we all know, the tension between these two countries and also regulatory pressure, although they already signed the agreement, some of the officials from U.S., they will come to Hong Kong and take a closer look to all these Chinese companies that are currently listing in the U.S. But in the longer term, I think these will not solve the problem at we can see that these two countries, Chinese and U.S., the tension are simply accelerating. For its share price, it may remain flat because this is not the key market of this company. Sport and the Australian Football League says it will investigate what it called harrowing and extremely serious allegations of racism against Indigenous players by senior figures in one of the country's top Australian rules football teams, the Melbourne-based Hawthorne Football Club. The BBC's Shama Khalil reports from Sydney. Three unnamed Indigenous players who were at the Melbourne club between 2005 and 2021 have claimed they were forced to choose between their careers and their families. One player alleged that coaching staff encouraged him to convince his partner to terminate their pregnancy and end his relationship. Another claimed that he was manipulated into cutting contact with his family. All spoke about their mental health struggles since the incidents. Hawthorne CEO Justin Reeves said the report was heartbreaking, adding that the club backs an independent investigation. Baseball and New York Yankees slugger Aaron Judge is on the brink of Major League Baseball history after smashing his 60th home run of the season. The solo blast to left centre field off Pittsburgh's Will Crow in the bottom of the ninth helped spark a Yankees fight back when Giancarlo Stanton belted a Grand Slam homer to give New York a 9-8 victory over the Pirates. Judge matched Babe Ruth's career high of 60 homers in a season from 1927 and moved one shy of the team in American League record for homers in a campaign, the 61 hit by Roger Morris in 1961. And on to the weather for tonight and tomorrow. Mainly cloudy, sunny periods with temperatures between 27 and 31 degrees. And the outlook, we can expect sunny periods in the next couple of days. It'll be windy during the weekend and we can expect a few showers early next week. And that's the news from RTHK. RTHK Radio Heavenly shades of night are falling It's twilight time out of the mist your voice is calling, tis twilight time. When purple colored curtains mark the end of day, 
I'll hear you, my dear, at twilight time. And if you've had a bit of a day of it today, you've just got back home after a big dinner, you just want to chill out and relax, this is a great opportunity. 45 minutes of music from a bygone age. And if you'd like a song, it's Radio Peter Gmail. And the first one for you tonight is a request especially for Alan. Together at last at twilight time. Dreamy eyes, you've got such dreamy eyes. When I'm away from you, I'm so alone and blue. Take you home I feel so all alone And then I realize I love you dreamy eyes Your eyes hold a dream Of a love for two A love so warm and rare I hope to see that dream come true a dream we both can share dreamy eyes you've got such dreamy eyes and I see paradise dreamy eyes Your eyes hold a dream of a love for two A love so warm and rare I hope to see that dream come true A dream we both can share Dreamy eyes And I See past 